was good everybody this is Kim and I'm back with my tea of the motherfucking day welcome to season 5 episode 5 single is single so it's been about a month and I am still so full from our last conversation guys about traumas that if we really allowed ourselves to really forgive ourselves and to really grieve. But today, we're gonna be on a little happier note because we're gonna go back to, tra- to trauma and the different factors of trauma. We gotta get into those guys because that is very important and valuable information to have. But today we're gonna be on a, on a lighter note. So, I have experienced renaissance. I've experienced a renaissance tour. And guys, this is her best tour yet. I may be I may be new to going on tours for her, but my baby, my best artist, my favorite, my person who I got tatted on me came to Matt Life. And took everything and then restored me. Like when I say an art that's possible for an artist to do, baby, she put on a motherfucking show. I lost my voice. Picture this, it was July 30th. 2023. Met life. Concert start time, 8 p.m. Of course I'ma get there. 5.30. I had on this multicolored little spandex jumpsuit. Because, you know, I go and she loved, she loved her some spandex. And then I decided to spray paint my hair gray. Silver gray. With my gray Ivy Park Adidas. That, that was my theme for Renaissance. But y'all was looking so motherfucking beautiful out there in that life. <clears throat> I seen someone have my whole outfit on. The same jumper. My good good Judy. Um the tour. So I get to my feet after going to you know, concession sale and shit like that. So I get to my seat. Section one. 32. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna be up, up, not up, up, but I'm, I'm gonna be a little ways up. I get to 132. It is a floor up from the floor seats. I am in seat 14. I was like, oh, this is motherfucking perfect. So I look to the stage, I'm like, oh, I can see the stage. And right there, I can literally see the stage in my preview. I can see. Extended stage with the circle in the middle. And she's going fuck that shit up as well. Like literally the best seats I've had. <clears throat> Cause my first Beyonce concert was Formation Tour. And I got a skybox. Which was so which was so amazing because it was still secluded and broke every motherfucking dime. I so could see. But that, you definitely needed your phone. 
thousand percent. But it was the experience of you're secluded and you don't have that many people around you, so you can really move and shake and dance and, and scream your heart out if and if, if you desire. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so that tour was everything. But this tour, baby, those motherfucking seats. And then all of the people I started talking to. And it was the first Beyonce concert. So I got to experience Renaissance with them. Which is everything. So I'm like, okay. It's almost, it's, it's, almost, it's almost time. It's not black. Baby, when I see that stage turn and she do her check it box to make her appear, I'm sorry, hands down. Y'all, y'all are not doing that. Y'all are not putting the work and the money into production to make it a fucking experience. That's why she's the greatest. Right, who? Come on. Then, first, the stage was colorful. Then, you know, you put a box here, you put a box there. Then you... Take a box, you take the box away, then you know, if you start seeing part of her, and then the Renaissance. Then you see her laid down with her with her, with her breasts out. That, that picture? Yeah. Damn. You see her come out. And she's singing my favorite song, my all time favorite song to open the show. Meaning it's for me. It has to be for me. Like, this was Beyonce telling me, you know what? You deserve this. You've been riding out for me since Destiny motherfucking child. So I'm going to start the motherfucking show off with Dangerously in Love. And then add on one plus one. And then add on, I'm going down. I was in heaven. And literally, it was the best opening I could have ever imagined. It was the vocals for me. It was the vocal acrobats for me. It was the emotion for me. It was her bringing back, bringing back dangerously in love since she was in DC. Because so when she, she played that song does. She was like, okay, I'm not that dangerously in love or whatever. But she definitely brought that song back, and I was like. She had on a white glossary dress. One thing about Formation Tour, baby, she's giving you iconic fits. Like, literally, she has her iconic fits that she has that she's going to continue throughout the tour. But she's giving you glamour. She's giving you expensive pussy. She's giving you, like, I'm really that bitch. Like, I can, like, baby, like, I would put on a different dress every day. While y'all hoes continue to wear the same outfit for the whole tour. I'm gonna have my, my tour selection that I'm not gonna give up. But ultimately, I'm gonna have several different outfits throughout this tour. Throughout the day, on the tour. Yeah. So, I loved the one that she had on at my tour. But the one in the paint, baby, the one that She's doing an Atlanta? Yeah. She ate that up. She ate that. 
fuck up. Um, I remember just enjoying myself. To be honest, I felt like we did mute good. We did mute. We, we, we conquered mute. Maybe, I guess, we wasn't the best at it. I don't know. Because <clears throat> I definitely was mute. I ain't really hear no one. What she said. I was the club girl mute. But then she did give us another try. So I guess we did fuck up. Someone fucked up. But she literally put her blood, sweat, and tears into this tour. And I felt the passion. I felt the love letter. I felt just everything. My power. My power. Mr. Blue Ivy came on that motherfucking stage. And they did what they do. They connected fists. They looked in each other's eyes. And they also were like, go ahead. Do your big one again. Murder them again. Like perform again, like do what you do, and Blue killed it. Like Blue's really gonna be nice if she really wants it. If she like really really wants it. She's definitely going to be nice. She has that star power as a dancer, and I like her dancing technique simply because I feel like it's not so on. If, if you know what I mean, like Beyonce's a perfectionist. We know this. So she's going to study a choreography for months. Even even a year, depending on what the choreography is. Because she wants to make sure that she gets it right. She hits every note and every movement correctly. But she still incorporates her style into it. And who got that? She got the style. She got the style. She, she already incorporated it. To me, she reminds me more of Aaliyah in terms of like just how cool and how she just kind of lets it flow, kind of thing. If that makes sense, I still I, I get Aaliyah. I don't necessarily get Beyonce in terms of her dancing style quite yet, because I feel like Blue is just so free with it. She's just so bam, bam. Like she's just so. It's the freedom for me. But when Beyonce goes back to her costume team and Blue's on stage with the new dance captain who is motherfucking killing it, that blood, that chocolate, that big girl who is killing it in every motherfucking city. I don't know Beyonce, but keep her because she is, she's the one. We loved Ashley. We did. Don't know what happened. But Ashley is currently no longer there. Or she decided to sit this one out. And she wanted to do something else. Who knows? All I know is that she was in attendance at the Beyonce store. So she stood y'all rumors up of the hatred, the jealousy, or whatever the fuck y'all were trying to feel on her. So she was in attendance. And Beyonce did acknowledge her being in attendance up to her. So y'all can check that off the check that off the box. She just I don't know. They just they, they parted ways, but it was amicable. I guess Ashley wants to do something else. Who knows? However, come that new your new dance captain is motherfucking killing it, and the way she is showing so much of love and grace for Blue and making Blue so comfortable because she's 
literally like I'm I'm in mama bay mode, right? Beyonce is performing, but but I got you. So I'm gonna make sure that nothing happens. I'm gonna make sure that you hit what you need to hit. Go ahead, do your big one. I'm gonna support you just like I'm gonna on the stage and gonna support you. Go ahead. And it's just so beautiful to see. So Beyonce, but keep her. Because she's a winner. But after Beyonce went on to costume change real quick. The blue, she was fucking that shit up. She was fucking it up. I met she took off. And then I had the New York, um, the New York jersey. And of course Jay was in with um in the stadium. So it was a New York jersey. And then she put up her little rock sign. That shit was so motherfucking cute. And she wrapped that in her motherfucking father. And then it was Crazy Love. <sighs> Diva. Heated. So yeah. Um when she started performing Renaissance tracks, I lost it. Heated. She ate. That's the fuck up. She ate that the fuck up like no motherfucking crumbs. Um, move. Church girl. Baby. I was excited when she performed that. Cause that is literally my top three favorite tracks on um Renaissance. Literally my favorite tracks on Renaissance. And I literally was so blessed to witness it. Throw it like a shotty, throw it like a shotty. Mm, mm, mm. Church girl, they act the naughty. Come on. Um, break my soul. Literally, one of the best songs on the album. Loki, I'm happy. But my favorite part was when she did plastic off the motherfucking sofa. And Virgo's Groove. You know what she did? Um, Virgo's Groove and Plastic Off The Sofa. Those motherfucking vocals, like... She literally does <laughs> vocal acrobats. Like, she really is one of the best vocals we've seen. <laughs> and the way her voice has grown over the years. So when she sings, like, the old song, like, Dangerous Thing Love. And how that texture, that tone, the growls, and her infamous growls that she gives. <sighs> Literally priceless. And the way she just closed the show with Summer Renaissance. And the way... <sighs> the way she gave our people the time to vote and just kill it for Summer Renaissance. Like, honey, um, Miss Honey, she came the fuck out. Even though doctor said, you need to cool down, you don't do much. She still came down and she fucking ate that shit up. They all gave it their best. Less twins, come on. Like, literally, 
the best story you could ever come on. And hopefully everyone experiences it. Because low key, I definitely feel after um after act two and three, whatever act two and three is, whether it's a new album and then she's giving the visuals completely or three and two more albums, don't know. But after the acts are done, I'm definitely feel like she's going to go, she's going to retire and she's going to sit down and enjoy her life. So she is giving us the rest of all she got. Because she no longer is competing with anyone but herself. And after what she put her body through and after what she physically, mentally, and emotionally went through within preparing for Coachella and having the live album Coachella and everything like that, she vowed to not extend herself. And she's living by that. Because she's killing it. She's doing her, her big one. She's definitely dancing and stuff like that. But she's not overly exerting herself. But she's giving vocals for days. So reminding you that, yeah, I'm going to keep on saying that. I'm just a great performer. But they don't give me the vocalist category that I deserve. And she's showing and telling how beautiful her vocals are. How masterful her vocals are. How... Just angelic. Her vocals are. Like literally hearing classic off the sofa. And verbal's grooved. And we know the high notes and the low notes and the in-between notes that she needs to hit. That she hit from listening on her album. Is it hearing that live? <sighs> That's why. She literally is the motherfucking queen of music. That's why. That's why, put respect on her name. You don't have to like her. Don't know how you can't like her, you know what I'm saying? Because she's literally not problematic at all. She minds her business. When she pops out, you know she's out. Because no one, because no one should be out. When she's out. Again, it says, I'm sorry, you're not going to sell. You're not going to do anything. You're not going to do numbers. No one is going to come see you. Everyone's going to be in guard of me. And that's not being cocky, that's just honestly telling the truth. That's being truthful. Because she literally is that girl. Um Yeah, she's going to retire. I feel it. And I feel like a lot of people are, are noticing that. That's why everyone's making it their business to come to Renaissance. Multiple cities, multiple times, yes. Because We've experienced Beyonce, but Beyonce gave us everything. And I feel like she may feel like it, it may be time. Who knows? But Renaissance 2, Renaissance 3, like, the way she's putting it out, it's still going to be for years that, that we still got her. So, let's make sure we continue to support her. We continue to just give her her flowers. And... Can't wait for Renaissance too. But to me, this is definitely her 
Mother has errors. Because she literally is so free. Like, we are individuals. She's going to give it to us literally when she when she wants to. She, we're literally on her side. And it's really amazing to see that. Because we're so used to getting the music and getting music videos together now. Because she gave us that twice. <clears throat> and she's like, no, you know what? Um, I'm not looking for radio hits. I'm just looking to be free. I'm going to just literally give the music. You were lucky I gave you a first single, which was Make My Soul. I did not want to, but I tried to play the game again. And then I got tired because I did not perform and I didn't do anything for it. I just put it out there and let it do what it needs to do, what it needed to do. Because I know my power. And literally, over a year later, we still don't have visuals. But the music is still, it's still, it's so fresh and so everything. Like, she literally is, <clears throat> sorry, but the best. So, my friend posted, huh, Coca, shout out. Um, my friend posted, um, put your Beyonce albums, not including the gifts, not including the Carter stuff, in order. And I definitely put Lemonade as the first one. Then I went down to Renaissance. Then I went down to Beyonce. And then I went down to four. No, I did four and then Beyonce. And then I went down to Dangerously in Love. And then I went down to I Am, Sasha Fierce. And then I went down to B-Day. Guys, what are your favorite Beyonce albums in order? And I'm going to read some some comments on my next episode. That's going to be a thing. So it's going to be an ending question. And then I need some responses via email, via Facebook, via Instagram, via my um, podcast page for replies so I can read them on my next episode. So let me know. What is your favorite Beyonce albums? In order. And if you want me to elaborate and tell you why I put them where I put them, let me know. We can discuss together. Um, Of course, you can hit me up at Kimi Holder on IG. You can um, hit me up at Ikeem Holder on Facebook. You can hit my podcast page up kimmystofthedaycom a whole website just for y'all and you can also just hit me just email me um it's been real thank you so much um it's been really refreshing getting back on this mic so get thank you um and until next time laters Sorry, I had to come back before I posted this. Um, this is definitely one of her best, most successful errors. Coffee challenge. And then I remix the coffee. <laughs> Let's be serious. 
make myself challenge, plastic off the stove for a challenge, where she had all of these singers trying to hit those motherfucking notes. And some of them was cute. Some of them did those. Like A.B. Wilson, he did that one. Um, just the love and support, like, that she's gotten. Like, all of the fans, all the celebrity fans of hers. Like, literally, um, she exceeded TikTok for the TikTok girls. Um, yeah. Her one, definitely one of her best successful hours. All her hours are successful. But this one is just for the books because how free she is. And how she's just enjoying herself. Literally, like, it does not feel like she's working. And she's working. She's just living her life. And it's just so beautiful to see. Her family's there. She's doing what she loves. And she has the support of the Beehive. Later.